1: I man, do let, let you in. Hey, let you in. I you man. Man. I'll let you in. I let you in. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Go for Jesus.
0: No okay. forget Jesus people. Okay. Hey, and
2: I'm not surprised my
1: fucking. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California,
0: it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? Hey, welcome to a Brennan MMA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the ween dog. What's up? DJ joe Perez, waiting for McCorkle to come in. Greg Wilson's feeling a little under the weather, uh, so he, he won't be joining us. We got Louis Smoke on. Nice. going to be a fun show today. I'm excited. Uh, well, I'm actually not in the best of moods. Uh, full disclosure. Um I came home and uh, my dog, I was outside and I was like trying to do 500 things. Like my, my wife is out today. The, 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 usually we have like a nanny that watches my baby during the podcast. She's on vacation, so I got to watch the kid all day. And then I had her, I'm supposed to do Brendan Fitzgerald's podcast next. So I, uh, I had the baby supposed to be at this other person, at like someone else's. And then they said, oh, it's the kid's nap time. So then I had to like do 500 things. So I was like trying to juggle everything. And, uh, and then I came home and I heard like whimpering from outside. It was my dog. I came in, he was underneath, underneath uh, a chair and he couldn't walk. So his legs are given out. He's blind. He's, he's, he's old. He's really old. So that so I'm in a rough. I, I think, I don't know. I think the end is, is coming near and it's really, really rough for me. So it's uh,
1: one of the hardest things to do in life. If, you know, I don't know if you grew up with pets, but I've had pets my entire life and having to put them down or even just seeing them get old and, you know, sort of deteriorating physically, it's the hardest thing in life, yeah. you know,
0: especially this guy had my back during a fight And, you know, we're just, even though he's bitten everyone I know. (laughs) um, And he's like the hardest dog to take care of. And he's like completely not like friendly or like trained and shits everywhere. And I wake up literally having to change my kid's diaper, stepping in dog poop. Yeah. I still still love the guy. Here he is. Uh, So hopefully, yeah, he almost bit me just now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, my dog. My dog has back spasms, and in the middle of the night, she'll just like scream in pain. Like a, she sounds like a crazy demon when she screams, and it's it's quite frightening when you're awoken by it's just like it's a pug. So pugs have like weird barks and weird growls, and they make weird noises. So it's a terrifying scream that she does at like three o'clock in the morning almost every night. So well, my right like,
0: Actually, I can't even. He he can't even lift his leg to pee anymore. See, he pees on himself. So I think I have to give him a bath every day. And my, my, my daughter, so cause she runs into the bathroom while I'm giving him a bath. She's like, does, does, does he want Barbies? Does he want bubbles? <laughs> <laughs> my daughter is like so funny. Um, my my Every time she – my wife works from home, and every time she's on a Zoom call, we tell Bri- uh, Violet, my, my baby, to go, shh, we go, shh, you know. So the other day, my wife is on a phone with like her boss and all like 10 people. She walks in front of the camera and goes, shh. To everyone on the zoom call <laughs> <laughs> and then the other morning uh her, her nanny took her to took her to uh dance class and she tells the whole class which wasn't even true my mommy's working my daddy's sleeping
1: oh like, my god
0: yeah <laughs> so the next day everyone's like oh you were sleeping like uh, that's like the word in like amongst the, the moms and nannies i was not sleeping a little snitch
1: uh, oh, my uh, gosh. Your daughter is so adorable, dude. You're so lucky that you have, like, a good-looking child. My child is going to be so ugly, dude, because there's so much inbreeding that has gone on in my family, like, on my mom's side, like, the southern side. It's just my kid's going to come out with, like, five thumbs or something like that, or like four eyes. you
0: actually know about the inbreeding? Are you, are you being serious?
1: Um, It's very likely. If you look at my mom's family tree or my family tree and go to my mom's side, they're, like, southern Alabama, you know – I'm sure there's some white hoods in my ancestry dude that's all I'm saying so uh it, there's, there's gonna be some funky stuff with my child your,
0: dad, your dad's Mexican your mom's white
1: yeah yeah 100 percent but my dad is super whitewashed he's like he can't speak Spanish he's just he looks like he sells oranges on the freeway but he <laughs> is extremely whitewashed
0: so but anyway i had I had a, a comedy show scheduled last Saturday. And comedy is like therapy. And that's why so many comedians right now are falling apart because really is our therapy at night. We make people laugh at night. We feel good about our lives. We give our lives purpose, meaning. It's like the greatest feeling in the world. We've worked our whole life for it. Now it's, you can't do it. And I told my wife, I said, uh, hey, I got booked an outdoor show. And she's like, just so you know, if you go to this show, you can't come to Christmas with the family because of COVID. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, so it was a great show. I killed, No, no <laughs> I actually canceled, canceled the show. That was, that was brutal. And then we had like, and then we're buying, we're working on buying a house, but then even that, like, I think the, the, the deposit was too high. The mortgage is too high. I think my wife's too high for fucking agreeing to it. <laughs> um, luckily we actually got a, uh, a contractor to come and see it. And there was so many problems with the house that we actually put the deposit down for, we're gonna get the the, the uh, deposit back because like the, the garage didn't have electricity. It cost twenty thousand just to get in it, to, to put it in there. Just all this stuff. So yeah, we're we're house hunting still. Oh, so you didn't end up getting it? No. And then I I, I took my wife's like, I'm like, listen, just just so you feel better. Don't. We were gonna like that was gonna be our, our like Christmas gifts. She, she says we're not gonna do gifts this year. We're just we're gonna buy a house.
1: Oh, she that's, gets, that's fair.
0: Then she gets me a gift. So now I feel like an asshole for not because I know I'll be. Chris is with her family and they're like, she'll give me the gift. And then they'll like, go, Oh, well, you get Brie and I'll see nothing. And they got to judge me. I don't feel like being judged again. So I actually got mad at this gift, even though it was nice for her to get me a gift. <laughs> like, you, you can't say no gifts, then get me a
1: gift. Yeah. So I think, that, I think every girl does that by the way. So not,
0: yeah. So then I'm like, listen, all right, we're not getting a house, but I'll get you, I'll get you a gift. Obviously I'm, I'll get you a nicer gift. than I would have gotten you. Uh-huh. She's like, well, I want a, a Gucci. Hurts. How much is that? Two thousand dollar? Like,
1: oh no! I how
0: just much, how much got a fucking house. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm gonna live in the fucking Gucci bag. Like,
1: oh like, my gosh!
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is what I'm dealing with. Anyway, so uh, the song "Cringe Ass Henry" was, was a big hit. Big on, hit on the internet. Um, super happy about that. That was fun, and, and, and like, it was so funny. Even the people that we, I made, because I wrote the song, and I, I Henry came to my show in arizona and he's a real nice guy like, people yeah, don't realize how nice of a guy henry suvito is because i was doing all these jokes about him when he was there like when he won he walked around like he was five feet tall <laughs> <laughs> he goes into the octagon through a doggy door you know like just one after he goes to the ice bath wearing floaties i just kept hammering him and oh he was laughing at all of them you know and he's sitting in the front he's, he's a really good dude afterwards i'm like hey i got this show i want uh, a song i want to write it for you like and he's like i'm in i'm in i sent him the, the, the thing and he's like he writes back what the fuck he's like this is hilarious so i was super happy that uh that Sehudo. okay here comes mccorkle so i was super happy that Sehudo. what's up sean what's up like the cork so we were talking about by the way before this we're talking about house hunting and uh my wife we're actually looking for a house now. And I, like I was telling him that everything was too high. The, the, the down payment, the mortgage, my wife for signing it. Uh, but right before we went to get the house, we found there was like a contractor came. So there was like $30,000 worth of stuff we'd have to do after we even got the house just to start. Uh, so we took back our deposit, yada, yada. Uh, did you have that? I know you just bought a house. Did you have a problem with yeah. getting the house too?
2: Uh, I had a problem finding one that didn't sell within 12 hours of when it was listed. Um, like, cause the housing market's so hot now, now I'm actually selling my old house and I have no doubt I won't be able to give it away, even though I've put $50,000 into it in the last six months. Like I know that I won't be able to, like I put all a new flooring, everything you can imagine really nice to make it really nice. And I have a feeling I'll be the only one that can't give away a house right now. But yeah, the house that we bought, I literally only had, I made an offer and got accepted within 12 hours of, uh her listing it. Like that's how fast houses are selling here in Indianapolis. And they're selling for a time and a half, what they would go for three years ago. So, but you can't sell yours. You're the only one I haven't listed it yet. I just know I won't be able to, like, I know I'll be, the, that's how life is. I know I'll be the only one who can't give a house away right now. Like it will be oh. the way it is.
0: So. Wow. 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 So uh, i was about that. The, the, song, did you you watch the song I wrote for Henry current jazz. Henry, did you see the video? What was it? Oh yeah. That was awesome, man.
2: That's a, uh, <laughs> I actually, I didn't know that uh, Henry Sahudo knew he was so cringy. Like, I thought he, I like, I thought he was extra cringy because he didn't know he was cringy, but uh, the fact that he goes along with it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen.
0: Oh, he um, was, like, so totally cool with it. Uh, he was, it was a <laughs> lot of, I mean, a couple things I had to take out because he was like, well, I have, I have nieces and nephews. I don't want to see this stuff. It's a little too much, you know, um, <laughs> but the thing about him, though, is that, uh, number one, like Volkanovski, who he calls out he actually tweets out, I always wanted to be in a video and O'Malley said it was fire. Even though he called O'Malley a high <laughs> uh, train, even the guys, that, like, he ta- called out, liked the video and liked the song, which is pretty cool. Um, You know, Henry's yeah. he, Henry his- you know, I, I talked to Henry and I'm like, you know, we were talking about him coming back and stuff and he's like, he's enjoying retirement. And uh, he's like, listen, I don't know if I have it in me. I don't know if the fire's there. And like, I was like, I told him, I said, listen, man, the only one who you need, who needs to know if you should come back is you don't go back for anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, but obviously you don't want to look back in 50 years and be like, Oh, I retired in at like my prime, but it's, but it's you, you're the one out there, you know? And I think that a guy like him, you know, he won the gold medal in wrestling. He was a four-time state champion. He won two divisions. He's really never stopped working at that level. Even if, even if you're 12 years old and you're wrestling at the level he was, that's still almost a job, even in high school to be yeah. at that level, and especially, and in college and in the Olympics. So if the guy wants to retire and I, I'm not saying I don't blame him. I'm just saying he, he's earned that. And, uh, you know, look, do I want to see him fight again selfishly? Sure. But I don't want to see him fight if he's not all, all into it. You know, you kind of have to be all in or all out in, in like the fight game. And I don't think it, I thought when I, when he first said, I, I'm like retiring, it's just, everyone thought it was like an act, but I don't think it's an act like I talking to him not really sure he really, his heart's into it. How ironic is it that
2: whether he fights again or not, it'll still be a short
0: retirement. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's all I could think.
0: But uh, it's funny though. Cause I told him, I go, bro, after this song, you're going to have so many people that love you because you're making fun of yourself. And every comment was, every other comment was like, I used to hate you. Now you're my favorite fighter. Uh, oh my God. We, uh, the world's not ready for you. We don't we, we like, don't deserve you. This is like, <laughs> all, he all turned them. Um, so, uh, good, good for him. I mean, good for Henry. And, you know, I'm happy the song came out. The other one, Dominic Cruz and Phil Davis did pretty well too, uh, as BTS, it was supposed to be Dominic, Phil Davis and Angela Hill. That was the band, but I had a whole like chorus on Angela and her Afro and this and that. He was going to sing like the hook. And as I'm driving there within five minutes, Angela Hill texts me, my teammate got COVID. So I have to go get tested right now. So we—it was like the, the band was went from three to two. <laughs> um, they broke I, up before. Yeah, they broke <laughs> up before they even were officially a band. Right, and then Dominic walks in. And he goes, "Listen, I don't get this. I don't find this funny. This is cringy. I don't want to be here." I'm like, uh, "We're off to a great start, right?" I I felt <laughs> like I really felt like I was coaching a sixth grader who was like, mom was making him wrestle. When I was directing them, because I was like, "Listen, you're doing great. You've already won. Just give it your best shot. Try your hardest." Uh, and you know what, Dominic, he he wanted to step outside himself, to do something different, and he did. And I give him a lot of credit. And uh, and by the way, and then this hot girl I know is a comic who's like, I mean, a really hot comic hit me up when he was wearing that wig, and she's like, "Who's your friend? Is he single?" So uh I like the I'm like, bro, see you're already getting the girls. This wow. That. Yeah. <laughs> this is, show you women, women like you. You're like, you're,
2: you're like he's single, but we're still still up there whether he's straight or not. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dominic, but I would think about Dominic though, man, is that he tells you exactly how he feels. He's one of these guys that's like if he doesn't like you, doesn't respect you, you'll know it within three seconds. Like, you gotta give that dude props for being one of the people there's no bullshit with that guy
1: how do you feel about his fight against uh casey kenny it's
0: a good fight i mean i think that we're seeing a lot lately is these veterans out schooling the new guys and i think maybe that's what's going to happen again because i like casey kenny and and he's awesome but look what anthony pettis did to morono look what uh Look at some of these guys that, like, I mean, look at Wonder Boy did the Jeff Jeff Neal last week. Yeah, like a lot of these guys that are con- guys off the contender, they're kind of pushing to the forefront. Uh, look at Cub Swanson did the Crone Gracie was not a contender guy, but it's like a lot of these, these veterans are sort of they're just they they've been there they've done that. Aldo, I mean Aldo to Vera last week crazy. It, so then again, look what you know Jacare happened to Jacare to what's his name. So it's not it's not like a foolproof thing. <laughs> But, you know, these guys like Dominic Cruz and Jose Aldo, like they've been in there with the best guys, the very best guys in the world. And they at one point were the best guys in the world. So we'll see. I mean, what do you think, Sean?
2: I don't think Cruz is done yet, man. I know he didn't look spectacular in his last one, but, uh, I mean, who all has beat him? You've got, uh, Cody Garbrandt beat him. Um, I think Faber way back day, but has anyone else beat him? I think, uh, He's still like, why well, like twenty five and three, and here or something. I think he's lost. Yeah. I mean, he's not. It's not like he's on a huge downslide like I was, um, but uh, yeah, I don't think he's done yet. So.
0: Yeah, he, he's he's one of these guys also that's like, it's like his footwork. It, it's just hard to get a guy like to to emulate what he's gonna do now. Casey Kennedy's a outstanding wrestler. He's you know he trains at the lab. He he's really looked really good his last couple fights. So I don't know. That's a good fight though. That that fight I'm interested in. And also the Frankie Edgar fight that just against uh, what's his name? Just um Edgar versus uh,
1: yeah, what is um, called? Corey Sanhagen?
0: Corey Sanhagen. Ah oh, man, I, I I want Frankie to win. That's a tough one though.
1: Very tough.
0: I hadn't even heard that. When did that get announced? Is that today? Like yesterday, I think. Uh, uh, so I I want Frankie to win. It's a hard one, but if Frankie might be able to do what uh, Aljamain did to Sanhagen just take them down and submit them. I mean, you know, Frankie's wrestling is really good. I mean, really good. He doesn't always use it, but uh, it's, I mean, look at the cup Watson. He just destroyed the first fight. He just, it was like 20, you know, 30, 25 almost. So, uh, so yeah, let's, uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'll tell you what annoyed me the other day. I, I posted a video of me coaching wrestling, right? Sometimes I was just, I've these technique videos and, some people say, hey man, thank you. A lot of you guys thank me because they don't get like wrestling in a very basic like middle school wrestling because it's so basic that it doesn't get taught sometimes. Right. And uh sometimes like you learn things at like level three, but you didn't learn level one and two. And I get a lot of people thanking me. But meanwhile, so Phil Baroni writes, You're doing it wrong, or like, that's not how I did a move. You know, and I, I just wasn't in the mood. Like I was just having a rough day between my like my dog and my wife, my crypto being lost and yada, yada. I was just like, I'm like, you're right, Phil. Uh, I should have had them all do a cycle beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, but meanwhile, like Mike Pierce and Austin Vanderford and Chris Weidman, uh, Greg Jones, they all like say like, you know, great on the videos. And look, I'm sure the technique isn't flawless. I'm sure that there's things I could be doing. You know, I'm not like spending 24 hours a day my wrestling technique i'm showing middle school kids kind of the basics but one kid was like made a comment and he was like a wrestler he's like a d i don't know d2 d3 and he's like like laughing laugh like emojis so i i felt like ending him like hey buddy uh maybe you could you know provide me with some insight blah, 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 like and i'm like mad and i'm like what the fuck am i why am i mad about this this i it out loud i'm like (laughs) what do I even care about? Like, but he made a comment and it like, I've been coaching 12 years. My kids won. I got a kid that went D1. Like I'm all like, I was a four time prep school, New England champion. I'm like ready to like fucking, then I'm like, what? And then my wife is like, uh, how much TRT have you taken? Like, she's like, relax. You know, <laughs> like, like what do you? And, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes this this fucking quarantine is just, it, it's. It hasn't broken me yet, but it, sometimes like my, my my bullshit meter is just. Re- you know, I'm ready to sort of. I don't know.
1: Oh yeah. Talk,
0: talk to me, Sean. <laughs> What's up, people? The wait is finally over. Football is back. Look, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online you can get in on their season opening bonuses today I start off by wagering on win division and championship futures today head to bet online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses bet online your online sportsbook experts
2: you're ready you're ready to be like I am every day before the uh, virus online. Um, I actually got into it with a lady today because I uh, a lady today I, I posted like there's some pictures and videos out there where these politicians are obviously taking either fake shots or like I know a lot about taking shots and like one of them the guy has, has the cap on still when they when they give him the shot he obviously has the cap on it still like I know what they I, I have one of those needles I know what it looks like. Yeah. And so I post a picture like, Hey, that, that he didn't take the cap off that. When he took that, some lady's like, Oh, you conspiracy theorists drive me crazy. I'm an ER nurse, blah, blah, blah. So I immediately go to her Facebook page and she's a nurse assistant, uh, and apparently lifesaver. Um, but uh, I had, to, I sent her cause I'm banned from Facebook. I guess I'm done with Facebook. They just banned me for calling someone a retard who wasn't actually retarded. You know, like, I don't know. Like it's like, I don't know. So they banned me for that for 30 days and I'm not like, I'm not much for being put in the corner, you know? Um, put in your hillary swank joke there but uh like i'm not much you know for being told what to just say or do so um i uh i direct messaged her and told her listen lifesaver like i didn't i didn't because she's like this guy's an idiot what a conspiracy theorist and blah 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 said i didn't say it was that i just said that particular needle i know did they didn't take the cap off of and why is every politician video i see is a needle i'm not familiar with and she's like well how many shots have you given in your life i'm like myself twenty thousand. you know i don't know yeah 50 different needles, and I've never seen those style needles, you know, so maybe it's something new, but yeah, it's, uh, I realized that when I moved now, I've got so much to do, I don't have any time to argue online, but I realized once I got down here, how much time I was really spending arguing online, and it was most of the day, like it's, uh, I don't know, it was yeah,
0: I always tell you, Sean, you're so funny, you're probably the funny person I know, like you're hilarious, we, we, I try. we gotta, we gotta like somehow channel it to a way to so it can be effective, <laughs> that it can work for up. you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause you're such a funny person and, and you're, you're brilliant, but sometimes you waste it on and like, and look, I'm, I'm talking about, I was about to DM a, a college wrestler to tell him that my technique against with 12 year olds was okay. So I understand where you're coming from. I, I get <laughs> it. Man. And I'm not throwing stones. I just think that like, you're hilarious. Your writing is exceptional. But maybe start a blog or this or that or, or, or like something <laughs> right. where, something where like, it, it's not directed at one person, you know, right. because that's like your only audience. It's like if every day I just did my like stand-up comedy for one person, like, right. like you know, which is actually a lot of times how it is. Job? <laughs> right, exactly. By the way, I talked to Mayhem in jail. We had a long conversation. Nice. Um, he he, he uh, he's having a tough time because he got COVID. I guess the whole jail got COVID. He said for him it was just like the sniffles. He even, it was nothing. But one of his cellmates died from it, he said. Um, but then now they have everybody. Sure, 20- he did.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> sure, that's what he died from.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess it was in the stab wounds. And so, and so, and it was, so he says he's locked down for 23 hours, 30 minutes. But he says when he comes out, if this is coming out in January, he wants to fight Jake Paul. So we have to get that fight going. He I said, feel
1: like that could actually happen with Mayhem. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that could legitimately happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, he'd have to – right now I give the – I hate to say it, but I would tell Mayhem that I think Jake Paul might beat him. I mean, based on training, uh, I think Mayhem would beat Jake Paul with like a month of training. Right, Sean? I mean, You're talking boxing or MMA? Boxing. and MMA, Mayhem would need no training. Uh, yeah. But in, in, in boxing.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, man, I don't know. It's so hard to tell with Jake Paul. Cause he's against such bad competition. Sometimes you can look like Ali against bad competition. Yeah. I made a career out of that for my first few years of fighting, but I look like a submission wizard, but, um, yeah, sometimes you look great against that. It'll be interesting. I don't think Jake Paul's a pro level boxer, but, um, he looks pretty good for a guy that ain't been doing it that long, man. Like him and his brother, both, they really do look pretty good. They, you can tell they're really training because they've got eye discipline. They've got, you know, the head, movement, they got a lot of stuff going for them, man. So, and I think they're super athletic to start with, which no matter what anybody says really, really helps. People always, I played basketball in college and our coaches used to tell us all the time, athleticism doesn't matter at all. That's 10% of the game. I'm like, then why is every great player super athletic? Is that just a coincidence? You know what right. I mean? Like every, when a guy can jump over you and dunk on you, it's a lot easier than, you know, like, uh, and they always bring up Larry Bird. I'm like, yeah, one guy ever that wasn't athletic was good. Like one guy in the history of the game.
0: The guy who did nothing but take jump shots for the first like 20 years of his life, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, so by the way, so but I think Mayhem could beat him. I think Mayhem could beat him. I, I, I know Mayhem could beat him. He was not taking it seriously. I think he would take it seriously too. I don't think he'd, he'd want to lose in front of the whole world. Because uh, but Mayhem Miller versus Jake Paul. Uh, if everyone's listening, spread that on Twitter. Get that trending. Uh, Mayhem asked me to tell people. To, to put that out there in the in the universe. Uh, so what should the
1: hashtag be? Mayhem versus Paul.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah just yeah, do
1: that. Yeah. yeah, we'll start that.
0: Um. By the way, so let's talk about Wonder Boy Jeff Neal. Wonder Boy is just one of those guys that, like I said, he's harder to pin down in a PS5. The the guy. Is
1: like, <laughs> wow! Like, nice current new trendy joke. Nice. So,
0: I mean, <laughs> he's one of those guys that, like, if if you don't knock him out, you're gonna lose. It doesn't because it's like he, he's so good at defending takedowns and people can't close the distance. The only way people beat him, except for Woodley, uh, is to knock the guy out. That's the only way. And, and that's, that's, guy, that's a hard guy to beat is uh, a guy that you can't outstrike nor find a way to take down or even submit. He's never been submitted, Wonderboy.
1: Uh Thoughts. We I mean, look at Anthony Pettis freaking knocked Wonder Boy out with a Superman punch off the cage. Right, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that just shows you how good Pettis still is. But um, I looked at this fight kind of like how uh, a lot of people were looking at Israel Adesanya versus Paulo Costa. You have like this super high level technical striker versus a dude who likes to brawl. But the difference between Paulo Costa and Jeff Neal is that Jeff Neal is a technical striker, like a technical brawler. So this fight kind of went exactly how I thought with my educated MMA uh, intelligence uh, but man, wonder boy is, is he's a great fighter, but he's still in a sort of pickle situation with how, with how the rankings are in 170. you know, it's like everybody in the top five has a fight. So who knows how, I don't know where he goes from here. Well, also, I don't nobody know he wants
0: goes. to fight him. Yeah. Because, and also he doesn't excite people that well, unless he lands like a spinning wheel kick, like the fight that he won as well, as much as people want to say, like the tweets were like, Oh, this is impressive. It really wasn't firing people up. Yeah. Like, nobody was like, oh, that was awesome. It was sort of just like, okay, this is – I respect this, and I appreciate this, but I don't want to pay to see this. Sean? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, man, uh, he. Were, I actually thought his career would go a lot like uh, Machida's, not just because of the karate guys, but Machida had everybody confused at first, and it was like nobody will ever beat him. How's anybody going to beat that style? He can't take him down, can't outstrike him, and then once they seemed to figure it out, then he got lost several times in a row, and I thought, uh, I, I bet against Wonderboy that night, not because I don't like him, I just thought he would lose, and uh, I lost, of course, but I thought he would be, I just thought he'd be done with the last couple performances, man. I thought he was on his way out, but. Some like him, Jose Aldo, some of them guys, like you said, man, some of the old school guys are coming back, man. And not that he's super old school, but he's been around for a while, you know? So it's, uh, I don't know. It looks like the old dog has a few new tricks anyway. Huh? I don't know.
0: I think quarantine is also probably uh, not with wonder boy with some of the older guys has really, uh, cut down on side chicks and side. Right. So maybe, <laughs> these guys are, maybe these guys are more focused, uh, because they're less distracted. Um, how did you, were, were you ever single during your fights? Uh, I think always, uh, for the most part. Yeah. I don't
2: remember ever having a girlfriend at a fight that I can remember. So I don't think, uh, it's just too hard, man. If that's what it's funny. Um, I was going to start dating somebody before one of my fights. I don't remember what, but, or I started dating somebody and one of my friends, Jeff mean, everybody knows him as Fabes on the underground. He's a long time, uh, MMA personality. No one knows how or why, but he's in on everything. Like he knows everybody. Like he, he never fought. We don't know if he trains, but he knows everybody in MMA. But he um he told me one time we were somewhere and a couple of the ring card girls hit on me. Then one of the girls that worked there came up and gave me her number and all this different stuff. And I was like, Oh, I've got a girlfriend. I was like, I'm sorry, I got a girlfriend. And he told me that night, he goes, well, Why would you ever have a girlfriend? I don't understand. He goes, Why like right now? Why of all times would you have one? He goes, Who wants that temptation? And that, like, you know, that accountability where you got to call them, no, honey, I'm not going out tonight. I'm not this or that, you know. Um, But then you also realize the grass is always greener no matter what you do. When you're single, you want to be married. When you're married, you want to be single. And then uh, no matter what anybody says, and this will make me sound super gay, um, but dude, that lifestyle of just random girls all the time and stuff like that, it is a miserable way to live, man. Like, it is. It sounds crazy, but I've heard Mike Tyson say the same thing. Not that I was ever the whore on his scale, you know, anything like that. But like banging Japanese maids before his fights or things like that. But, um, it's uh yeah, I don't, I just like that. Talking to five different girls at the same time, doing all that stuff. It's a terrible way to live, man. It gets old fast. It, it does, Unless you're taking yeah. a ton of testosterone, then it changes your mind at least uh, for a while.
0: But. Now I know that sometimes if I would bomb really bad and I brought a girl to my show and she'd want to hook up later or something, even to make me feel better. Like I just was even this the whole time, th- even during sex, I'm mad about it or angry. I just never it, it just got to me, you know, um, sometimes if I killed really, really hard, too, uh, the sex wasn't even as fun because like the, the the feeling of killing was actually better <laughs> than it was. I mean, it's actually great, but uh, killing is like a whole bit, it's very like euphoric. Did you have that where like after you lost a fight, if a girl wanted to have sex, you just weren't into it? Uh, yeah, I didn't want to. I was embarrassed to even talk to anybody
2: after I lost the I, fight. When I lost to Stephen Struve, it was the first time I ever lost. I didn't go to an after party I was being paid to go to. I actually sat in Stephen Struve's room and made him eat cake. He had birthday cake for some reason. It was the first time I touched a carb in a year. But uh, I sat in there. I was ashamed to even be at the hotel. Like, Because like, I'm thinking, no one's thinking that, or probably not. But everywhere I walk, I'm thinking, they're thinking, hey, look, there's that real big dude that got his ass kicked. So... Then uh, I walk around for days with black eyes or, you know, like busted face up or stitches and people are like, man, I'd hate to see the other guy. And I'm like, no, he was OK. He came out pretty. He came out pretty good on it. Like he, he didn't have any marks on him at all. So I was unable to do any damage at all. But, um, yeah, know, uh, man, I hate losing. I would always joke around and act like nothing bothered me. But, man, I uh, I cried like a baby every time I lost. Like I it's humiliating to lose a fight, man. Like it, to me, anyway, I was super competitive, even though I joked around, act like I didn't care all the time. Like it really bothered me.
0: I can't believe you didn't get laid in Poland after being the, the strongest man. But yeah, I- no,
2: I was too busy being the strong, the new world strongest man claiming to be. But, uh, no, there was a girl that worked for ESPN over there that I pretty much chased the whole time, was hanging out with her uh, the entire time over there. And Jay Silva kept telling me, bro, you're wasting your time. That girl just wants to hang around you because she works for ESPN. Like, she's just trying to get, you know what I mean, like, famous or whatever. And uh, I couldn't even get a hug goodbye after hanging out with her for the entire week all day, every day, all day or night. She'd come to my hotel, hang out or whatever. And I was like, well, I guess I'll see you never because I wasn't coming back to Poland, you know? And uh, yeah, she was like, okay, well, I just left or whatever. But I wasn't like pursuing her specifically for that. But you would think if she talks to you on Facebook for months leading up to you coming over there, you hang out with her. She went to the hospital with me when I dislocated my rib before the fight. Tom Erickson was nice to pop a rib out of socket of my spine two days before I fought Pujanowski the second time. Like oh, just completely... God. He wanted to move around a little bit. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'm kind of sore. I don't really want to. Next thing I know, he's uh, grabbing me in a collar tie and pulls my head and a, a rib pops out a joint. And so, um, like, I had to go. They couldn't put it back in. They just told me just to do my best. Like, wrap it and do your best, you know, for the fight. So, that was, uh, yeah, that was something else.
0: Hold that thought for a second because I got something really, really good news, people. All right. The holidays this year are sure to pack a punch. And so, will this weekend's UFC 256. As some of the sport's most respected fighters step into the limelight this weekend, check out DraftKings, an official partner of the UFC. How cool is that? Now, for this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. I can use a million bucks. I'm sure you can, okay? So, DraftKings, if you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA, it's so easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay underneath the salary cap, pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to put your MMA knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at millions of dollars, millions of dollars all week long. Now, listen, if MMA is not for you, okay, and sometimes it isn't, all right, you're listening to this because you're with somebody else or you just, I don't know, you like MMA podcasts, like MMA, whatever your thing is, don't worry, okay? DraftKings is offering Plenty of fantasy contests for all of the sports that have returned to action. And There's lots of sports right now. How cool is that? Plus, don't forget about football season where DraftKings has even more money up for grabs every week of the season. Here's your call to action. Download the DraftKings app now. Use the promo code ROASTED to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the weekend. That's promo code ROASTED, okay, to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Check it out, people. Check it out. Well, a guy who's doing who, oh, his yeah. best, coming off a huge win, wow. Lewis Smolka, how are you, man? I'm not going anywhere. Hey, Adam, what's up, dude? What's going on, dude? How are you? I am pretty good. I'm just waking up, getting my day started. You're just It's like 12.30. You're just waking up now? Yeah. All right. Good work. Good work, I'm man. I'm a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> Congrats on your last <laughs> win, man. You know what? I always tell people, like, everyone talks about Chimaev or these other guys that look unbeatable. I'm like, well, I want to see what happens when they face adversity because that's when you know if somebody's a really good fighter or not, when they can lose the first and come back in the second. And that is exactly what you did, man. Uh... That's was, what I always do. <laughs> I was I was so happy for you, man, that you were able to figure out what went wrong, what you can do, and come back and when How good did that feel,
3: by the way? Uh, it felt pretty good, dude. I was pretty hyped. Um, we did it, like, kind of according to game plan. Like, we kind of knew he'd move around, bounce around a lot, did some training with Dominic Cruz and stuff. I think he played soccer, too. Um, so, like, he's got, like, a lot of bouncy footwork and stuff. Hi, Lucy. What's up? You just waking up, too? Yeah, see, I saw a screen and I saw a screen on the new TV, and then I trip over. Okay, okay, honey. Don't trip over it again, okay?
0: Okay.
3: All right, okay. Um. Yeah, sorry. So, like, he, he, he trained a dominant Cruz and... uh. Like um, he he got like a soccer background, so he moves around a lot. And like we kind of noticed that he did slow down after the first round. So we know we knew he'd come out like move around a lot, bounce around. Um, I thought he was gonna come out southpaw though. That kind of threw me off. Um, he was usually running like the mirrored stances. Like, so he fought like Carlos Huashin or however you say his name. That dude is a shorter southpaw. Teco fought him primarily Orthodox. Then he fought uh, Joey Gomez, who's like a taller, lanky uh, Orthodox fighter. And he fought him primarily Southpaw. So, like, we just assumed he just liked to run mirrored stances against people. So I thought he would come out Southpaw against me. But, yeah, like, it was a little confusing. But, you know, we, we, we figured it out. And I was pretty hyped, dude.
0: It was crazy. Did you, did you watch the replay? Yeah. What's crazy is that, like, while you were submitting them, uh, the, the announcer were talking about something else. They were like, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, on the screen, you took the guy down and you're choking the guy out. I'm like, hey, guys, why don't we talk about the fact that this guy's about to win a fight? I mean, wasn't that kind of weird?
3: Yeah, they're over there talking about body shots. I don't know, man. They were just off on this tangent. I don't know if they knew what was happening. It, it happened pretty quickly. I grabbed him, threw him, and went straight to Mount. And like, I don't know if they realized exactly what happened.
0: yeah. I'm like, uh, hello, the fight's over. And you guys are talking about like body shots with the first round. It was, it was, it was crazy. Uh, but I was, I was super happy for you, man. Uh, by the way, it's nice seeing you because I, I, I knew you back in the day when you were like this wild, single wild man. And it, it's so nice to see you as this family guy. Uh, you know, you're, you're like always plugging these like waters and you got the little baby. And you're, I remember your wife was a, a battle rapper when I met her. Uh, and and now she's, she was like a Hawaiian tropic model and and, and now she's, she's a family woman. It's nice that you guys have evolved into this like beautiful family.
3: Yeah, man. That's life, dude. Everybody gets older. Times change. (laughs) Does she still ever
0: battle rap for you or no?
3: No, she doesn't. She's got some bars. She like writes and we'll like pull it out every now and again, but not, not in the actual battle rapping. Like I'll
0: try and rhyme at her sometimes and she'll just get mad at me. Uh so let's talk about some of the fights last week. Did you watch the uh, Aldo versus Vera fight? Yeah. You train with Vera, right? Yeah, yeah. I train with Cheeto. Uh what did you think of that
3: fight? Um man, I thought Aldo just found the timing first. Like Cheeto was doing good. He I think he won the second. Um it was just it, it, it Aldo found his timing fast, dude. Aldo is really good. Can't take anything away from the guy. Um just adjust next time. One thing that I thought was wild was that he crossed his feet when he was in the turtle position, like standing. I thought that was wild. I'd never like, I'd never seen anybody use that. Cause like, you know how most people will shake you to like unsecure the hooks. He crossed his feet on the back to like secure it better. I'd never even seen anybody. I don't think I've seen anybody do that before. That was wild.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, uh, I know we we got a little girl here, but what do you think about Vera's at the end, uh, (laughs) gestures, uh, That was a little, I mean, it seemed like it was a little strange, right?
3: Yeah, dude. No, he, he's just, he's probably frustrated, man. Like I work super hard. He's always trying to win, you know? Um, he put that guy works really, really hard. He's constantly doing something. He trains smart, but like. He puts all his like energy into it. That's all he thinks about is, is like, how can I get better? How can I, like, what's the next thing that I can do? Where do I need to improve? So like. I, I could see him being a little bit frustrated from that.
0: Sean, is that what you thought about when you were fighting?
2: How can I get better? Uh, no, I was thinking how how can I get less tired? That's all I was thinking the whole time, entire fight. Like, uh, how can I get uh, the next breath? Because I would, uh, I would be exhausted. I found out no matter what kind of shape I was in, I was exhausted two minutes in, no matter what. So it didn't matter.
0: Well, let's talk about Greg crackheads can fight
2: for all two minutes.
0: So that that brings me to Greg Hardy, right? Because everyone's now jumping off the Greg Hardy bandwagon uh saying he has no jiu-jitsu game no i'm like the guy was exhausted when you're exhausted i feel like all your games go out whether it's wrestling jiu-jitsu boxing when you're like that tired it just doesn't it doesn't matter how good you are you can't do anything how do you if you're if you're greg hardy's coach how do you get him to not gas himself out after the first round smoka um
3: cardio is a skill man you gotta like kind of reserve you guys got to keep a little something in the tank so that you know you can move again and breathe you can't just go for broke it's not football man you can't go for broke and then they'll give you like 10 seconds to recover you know you gotta you gotta kind of leave a little bit in the tank so you still can make another move you can always like do something else I don't even know if Greg Hardy even trains on the ground. I'm gonna be honest, dude. I don't even know if he watches MMA like in his own time. Like I'm gonna be honest, bro. He's over here, dude. He needs somebody on the ground. He's over here using an inhaler like between rounds. Like that stuff he can't do, man. Like, has he gone? Has he watched like the old footage? You know the archives? Has he gone through UFC one through like two hundred fucking fifty or wherever we're at right now? Like has he done all the work? Has he followed it? I don't think he has. I don't think he knows what's going on. I, I swear to you, I don't. I think he's just like yeah, I can hit hard. I can go out there. I can punch these guys. I'm an athlete, and that's like as far as he's thought it through. Like like I'm like that's that's the impression I get.
0: Sean.
2: Yeah, I uh, man, the one of the best things that ever happened to me, even though my coach ripped me off for a bunch of money, um, the jiu-jitsu guy I started with, the Brazilian guy, he always made me start on my back in every situation, even against more experienced or bigger guys or whatever. And he said that you'll always be okay on top. It's when you're on bottom that you're going to have a problem, you know? He said that's the thing, and I always start on bottom. So I got to the point where I was almost more comfortable fighting from my back. Uh, or at least grappling for my back than I was on top because I spent so much time there. But um, I think the guys, everybody wants to be the hammer, but nobody wants to be the nail. You know, that's where you run running with Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. sparring with guys. Uh, I know somebody, I don't want to reveal his name, but it was Pat Barry. Uh, told me <laughs> that they went and uh, they told him, hey, I uh, only go 20% with Brock. We want to build his confidence. And Pat's like, that ain't going to do him any favors. But he gets in there with somebody who's trying to hit him for real, you know? And they're like, so Brock's beating him up in sparring. They're paying Barry to spar with him, but Brock's beating him up thinking he's a world-class striker because pat's going you know a quarter speed so um that's uh, a lot of guys don't like to take the the beating and don't like to and a lot of guys like uh he was saying don't uh they just find out they're big athletic and uh can make some money doing it so they don't really uh weren't necessarily fans or weren't necessarily even wanting to do it uh matt betrione always said he was never a fan of ufc didn't care at all he just found out he was pretty good at fighting naturally so he it's better than uh, working a job. So,
0: but he lives with like I, th- I think that Dean Thomas opened up his own fighting house. It's like the real world for fighting. I'm not in like Florida with like <laughs> Gillian Robertson and uh, and Greg Hardy and a, bu- a bunch of I think Shorty Torres. I think these guys all live there. I mean, he obviously like his coaches aren't going to let him go out there if he doesn't has- know he's doing on the ground. I mean, I don't think they're going to do that. Uh, so. I don't know. It, it it did look like that though. I, I'm not the smoker. You're right. It did look like that. I I can't believe that 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 would happen though, but it did absolutely kind of look.
1: What's like crazy that. with Greg Hardy is he makes about two hundred thousand dollars per fight in the UFC, and he's like a prelim fighter. And I know the UFC is coming out with a bunch of cuts by the end of the year. I don't think they're going to cut Greg Hardy because he's a big name, but it's just very interesting that you know he's making that much money and. He's not that great of a fighter in the first place. He's a great knockout fighter, you know, if he get if he knocks you out in the first round. But it's very interesting. And I, I can't believe they had him as a favorite against Marcin Tybura, dude. I want some money on that fight. But I don't know. Very interesting. You know what? I, I give
0: him credit, though, because he lost. And he said, listen, you know, I'm, like, new to this game. i got a lot of learning to do. I have to go back to the lab. Whereas, like, Jeff Neal, who I like Jeff Neal, but he said... I'm not going to make excuses. Wonderboy Boy a great fight, but I came in here with this and that and this and that and all these things wrong with me. Like, look, I understand that a lot of times fighters say that to themselves. And that's why they're, they say that because they can't deal with losing. And it's almost like you're telling that to yourself. And I could do that all day too. I go, well, I, I bombed because look, the crowd sucked. They didn't speak English. None of them knew who I was. Whatever the guy before me was too loud. They wanted clean jokes. It's, I went on first. I could give a hundred reasons. At the end of the day, though, it's like my job is to is to kill, and their job is to win. And I don't think you're doing anyone any favors by telling people why you lost, as opposed to just you know keep it moving. I mean, Louis, is that what you do whenever you lose? Um
3: it's a little bit of both you know like you gotta kind of like figure out really why did i lose and like make the adjustment and but like you can't like just sit there and blame the whole thing because like like you shouldn't blame it on like oh injuries or this and that because if you're that fucked up then you shouldn't fight you know if you didn't really have a good game plan or you couldn't come in there and like actually execute something you probably shouldn't fight but at the same I don't, I don't know, at the same time some people need money. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know. Dude, like I'm not in I'm not in his position. But for me personally, I try to like assess it in two ways. Like I'll do the mental gymnastics thing and tell myself like I'm the man. But like at the same time, you do need to make technical adjustments if you lose.
0: Right, 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 right. Why
2: are he- I always, uh, always like the way Kane Velasquez handled it? Like when he fought Junior Santos the first time, he had a torn ACL and MCL or something like that, and Kane got mad that anyone let that out of the gym. He said, "I shouldn't have been in there if I wasn't healthy to fight," you know. And then he gets knocked out by who Everybody thought he tore his knee. He goes, "No, I was out." Like Kane is the manliest man ever, you know, like or whatever. Like he just admits it and doesn't doesn't make excuses. I used to think he was unbeatable, and then uh, like we were talking about cardio earlier when he lost to Verdum. Uh, on cardio or whatever um it just uh showed uh what how good how much cardio is important you know in fights but yeah Kane is not an excuse maker man that dude to me I think still the best heavyweight to ever do it in his prime so so who's more of a man Kane or Don Fry? oh god man (laughs) I think the universe would explode if we had that contest I don't know I don't think you could I don't think it's like when an unstoppable force hits Don Fry's mustache like like
0: like if somehow they figured out a way to have like people you know man and men that have babies they got to breed those two because yeah, that, that that, that kid will just be like either that kid will be the, either the most feminine person ever or just the most masculine it's <laughs> to, you know. he'd, re, he'd rebel he'd rebel and be super feminine and, and clean shaven that was one of the funniest yeah, jokes i've jacked ever heard
2: his hoe, he just
3: jacked oh
2: yeah
0: one of the funniest <laughs> joke i ever heard was when uh damon wayans talked about how He's like, you know, Magic Johnson has like his son is like super gay, like just like beyond, you know. And he's like, it must have been hard because Magic is like this manly guy, manly man guy. He, he would say things like if you had a party, he'd be like, hey, you know, I'm Magic. And his son would be like, and I'm voila.
3: <laughs> Dude, there was this kid in my like at my school. I used to go back and help with wrestling. Right. And this kid was the wrestling coach's son. And he was like 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 this big Samoan kid, but he was pretty like he was pretty yeah. gay, but he would fuck people up, dude. He was like a heavyweight and <laughs> he was just wrecking people, like doing like these twirls around them and throwing them. <laughs> wouldn't make grades though would not make grades but like like the <laughs> tournaments they let him in he was just crushing people it was wild
0: <laughs> I, I know i know there's like gay boxers i i didn't there hasn't been like an out out u mma fighter i think there had i think there isn't i think there was a gay mma fighter from canada somebody dm me but like somebody who's like just beyond because that would be hilarious. we actually
3: had one at my old gym too i had one there like um he ended up like coming over or whatever he left like another gym and ended up at
2: ours but
3: yeah, dude, we we actually had like an outwardly gay,
2: like like an openly gay MMA fighter. That'd be awesome. The first one I ever heard about was uh, I think he's from Colorado originally. He was on like Tough tip. I think his name was like Schwab, Brandon Schwab, or something <laughs> like know. that. I don't know. Like, it was
0: Look, there's outward. nothing wrong. Like, nothing wrong. I think I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great for gay people and great for the sport. Uh, I think it would be great for everything because most sports. Yeah, I think I think it'd be awesome. I'm I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, but do you like, want to fight that guy?
1: Who cares? Gives
0: a fuck. I don't want to fight anybody. That
1: that (laughs) That one fighter who won the slam, uh, he's pretty close. Who did like the dirty dancing thing at the end? Oh yeah, that
0: guy. Right, that guy's awesome. The monkey god or something. I'm trying to
1: find his name. I forgot. It's like the guy.
0: um, The guy just splits. What about about Dakota Cochran? he was on the Ultimate Fighter something. money for a little bit. Yeah, but he wasn't gay just for. Yeah, he was just gay for pay. Uh, He's in. yeah, he's uh, he's in. By the way, that guy Dakota is four and zero in bare knuckle boxing, and he's, yeah, he's, a boss, man. he's not. He he knocked out Johnny Hendricks. He beat Chris Lieben. He's fucking everybody up in bare knuckle boxing, like he, like that's his fuck like that. He's like the Michael Jordan of bare knuckle boxing right now. Uh, nobody right. knows. Like, good for Dakota. He actually came on the podcast and asked me to not bring up the gay porn past. And like, <laughs> yeah, right he did I, I was like I was like absolutely man I'm not gonna first of all uh, like I, only, I was making jokes about it when it was going on I'm not gonna make jokes about it. ten. I mean it was kind of fun I mean just you know the rear naked choke there's all kinds of just like subtle uh, that's like
2: uh, that's like doing an interview with OJ Simpson saying you're not gonna bring up that whole murder thing are
0: you no I, I think it's a little
2: different uh, I was like <laughs> hey, I was, you know uh, you know was, you said he's the Michael Jordan of bare knuckle boxing people have often called me the Michael Jordan of having my father murdered at a highway rest stop
0: <laughs> that's, that's, this, this podcast is taking a weird turn. Uh, so it's a, a very, a very, a very strange turn. Uh, on a anyway, all right. What are talking about? Uh, Anthony Pettis, by the way, another guy. These, these these veterans are turning back the clock. They're not ready for Bellator yet. They're like, fuck it. They're like, they're like, they're, they're staying in the house. They're not ready to get kicked out. And uh, Pettis looks great against everyone who's not ranked. Everybody like who's like five and over even rank five he's he's kills them, and then he kind of has struggles against like the top three four guys but uh he said he quit marijuana and he quit drinking and uh it really showed because damn like he looked he looked more ripped like
3: honestly like the first two times at like at once or maybe three times at 170 he had a little like yeah a little pudge and then now this time he was kind of more ripped
0: Yeah, no, he looked better. He looked uh, good for Pettis, man. He's always a a class act, that guy. Uh, And then Darren Wynn. That guy should be fighting at 125. I mean, he's like 5 – he's like 4'11". But he's a monster. I mean, he's a monster wrestler. But meanwhile, you can tell he's Cormier's boy because he was clearly getting the shipping out of him in round one. And then Cormier's like, it's a pretty close round. I'm like, no, it was not a close round, dude. That's like – that's your friend. Like, come on, man. Like, let's – Let's call what are we talking about here? But he came back and won. He did look great. Uh good for him.
1: I hope he just beats everybody in that division because can you imagine him versus uh Israel Adesanya? Freaking six foot ten Israel Adesanya versus three foot Duran Win. That'd be amazing.
0: <laughs> he keeps getting shorter throughout this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like could we imagine like uh Adesanya versus Sperm? Fucking anyway, so um <laughs> By the way, Jillian Robertson. I like Jillian. She's kind of hot. Like, if you look at her Instagram, she's she's. I my- just like the red hair. You're probably into redheads. Me, Uh yeah, probably. Uh, but she's but she's not bad. She's, okay. She's not, uh she's you know, she's a hottie. She's not Hawaiian hot, but she's hot. Uh, so by the way, is your wife Hawaiian?
3: No, she's Japanese and Okinawan, oh. which is the same thing. Just don't tell her that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> weird. It's like that's like oh no, she's American and and uh, Michigan. But yeah. that that's Japanese and Okinawan. You, you really is that how she goes yeah but you guys met in Hawaii yeah nice well, what what was you doing there
3: uh we both grew up there she's like fourth generation um from Hawaii and then I'm like first so like my parent my mom is from Japan and my dad is from Utah My dad is like the whitest white guy thing ever and went to go teach English in Japan and came back with my mom
0: dude. Like those uh, guys who go to teach English in China and Japan, they clean house out there. They have the hottest Asian women. I, uh, that's a, that's a really good. If you feel like a five or a six in America, teach English in Japan uh, because you'll get a girl way out of your league. Uh, ween dog, there's hope for you. Did man. you just call his dad a five or a six?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but hey, but he's getting it though.
0: Of, of course, I, I'm proud of him, man. I'm proud of my dad. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Uh, so, good, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But, but you know, what's going to happen with your girl Rachel Ostevich?
3: I don't know. Um, Galator? bare knuckle fight page. I don't
0: know. I,
1: I like I
0: hope, that. I don't like bare knuckle for her. I don't want these girls that are smoking hot to go bare knuckle. I just, I, I mean, I don't know. Call them I, I'm like, but I asked Paige about that. She said, and about her boyfriend, her husband, they said that women don't hit that hard in bare knuckle. That actually uh she's not worried because there's been like no knockouts for the females. Like a female's never been knocked Bro, out. Yeah, ah. so you're gonna
3: stand there and just get false, dude. Man, I don't know. Yeah. The, and, and like the, the exposed knuckles I feel like they cut worse than the gloves. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what's messing them up. Like is the is like the is the sharp parts of the knuckles.
0: I, I agree. I agree. Anybody
2: that says women don't hit that hard, bare knuckle, have not been hit by the same women I have been. <laughs> <laughs> I've been punched by my last five girlfriends. So, what? What? What about your current girlfriend? Uh, she hasn't hit me yet, but I'm sure it's coming. It uh, apparently, like I can be really irritating in uh, arguments, and I don't like I can make typically nonviolent women pretty violent. So, um, yeah, she hasn't hit me yet, but I know it's coming. I'm sure I'm going to say something that's going to push her over the edge at some point. So,
0: I had a maybe I'll call her
2: dad or five so
0: my my I, my my uh my wife threw a sandwich at me one time like at my head and then um and then later i was like uh i texted her did you eat that sandwich you threw at my head and then like but i i kept making it worse like you know i could have died and like i found like articles people who like died from food being thrown at them so it's like so like just people like <laughs> like i said maybe like tried to kill me <laughs> like just exaggerated the fuck out of it just a you know guilt uh, did your wife ever throw anything at you, Lewis? Mm. Babe, what do you want me to
3: say here? <laughs> 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 no, she, she hasn't really thrown anything at me, like, seriously. Like, she'll get annoyed with me because, I mean, I am annoying. And yeah. she'll, like, throw stuff at but not, not like, serious, no.
1: That, yeah.
3: Wean dog, you, your girl?
1: No way, dude. She shoots me with Nerf guns, but that's about it.
0: Oh, that's 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 normal. Yeah. All right, so uh, did you watch? <laughs> did you watch Submission Underground? I did. You guys watch it?
1: Yep. It was interesting with Chael.
0: I thought cowboy <laughs> <thought it> <laughs> beat RDA. Yeah. So it was so. First of all, Chael does a great job being the only commentator. Like man, that guy can talk. Uh, but first, they had Anthony Johnson versus Bader, and Bader overpowered him. I don't know what Bader's been taking, but John's needs to get on whatever he's on because Bader was bullying Johnson around, which was crazy. And then Bader won, which I look, I'm still not crazy about it because it's like, they all go to every fight goes to overtime and whoever escapes the quickest wins usually, which I'm not, it just seems a little weird. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, everyone's like now Bader and Anthony are even, I'm like, let's slow down a little bit. Uh. <laughs> Let's okay. A guy knocks you out in ten seconds for money uh, in the UFC is not the same as winning in submission on the ground by escape by quicker escape. Let let's let's calm down. Like I mean, what one one? Like really, guys? We're really gonna say that with a straight face? But like, why don't we just have checker play checkers to do the fucking like and see who wins that, and then whoever wins in checkers, come on.
3: I mean, hey, dude! I was trying to when I was at twenty five. I was trying to play Demetrius Johnson in the UFC game for the longest time, and I was gonna be like, "Yep, that's gonna be my first like little mental victory.
0: I'm gonna get that one little one. And it's gonna it's gonna be the chink in the armor." <laughs> that's hilarious. That is hilarious. It's a it's a kind of a shame that they traded Johnson for for Ben Askren. Uh, nothing against Ben Askren, but Johnson, like, I feel like he's been he kind of wasted in one FC, like, P- you know.
3: Ben made more money getting knocked out by Mosfetol. He made more money for the UFC doing that than DJ made his whole career. now He made money for the UFC. Yeah, made money, made more money for the UFC. Oh, than- by ha- yeah, by having that, yeah, yeah. No, and I- then I- creating Mosfetol into the star that he is.
0: That's generated more revenue than probably DJ has his whole career. Honestly. I can't believe how good of a sport Ben is. By the way, for the, you, for the MMA Awards, we, we, we couldn't film it because I did that. You see the video I did with cringe Ass Henry? You watch it? I
3: can't watch those, dude. I can't. No, watch this or. one. I can't watch, it. I, watch
0: can't, it. I can't do it. It's a music video. Is it a I whatever? know it
3: what? is. I've seen it everywhere. It's been everywhere for like the past three days. And you haven't seen it? I wrote it. I will I'm not watching this.
0: I wrote it. Come on, dude.
3: All right. All right. All right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it.
0: But what I wanted to do was I wanted to have Ben Askren as uh, the guy, you know that guy who's drinking cranberry juice while he's like singing, complete with Mac. Yeah. So I wanted to have Askren do it, and all of a sudden he gets flying knee out of nowhere. <laughs> that was that was my other idea. Should have <laughs> Cub Swanson do it, you wouldn't have been able to tell the difference from the original video. But Cub already did it. Like Cub actually oh, did he? it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Was just like that. I just thought acting getting all of a sudden he's doing it, and then all of a sudden a fly you know, he gets. But we couldn't get to Wisconsin because of COVID, the whole thing. So I, I can't believe you can't watch. Your girl was a battle rapper, but you can't watch my. I'm not watching
3: cringy ass, dude. I can't. I can't take anything Segudo does seriously. Like, why don't you just, like? It's Sudo? the weirdest thing, dude. He's such a weirdo, bro. He's just like he's been an Olympic guy for so long. So he's, like, appealing to, like, like he's got to keep it PC and all that or, like, PG-13 or whatever. But, God, it's annoying. I think you'll like this one, though. This will
0: change your mind on him. Trust me. all right. Why? Does he, I got bars? You got bars? Dude, I got more more bars than uh, War Machine. Okay? (laughs) Um... All right, so it got announced that uh, Mackenzie Dern is taking on Nina and Ansaroff. Uh, oh, yeah, but by the way, so back that, so Cowboy beats RDA, and he, he tapped kind of. He would have won anyway. And then next thing I you know, three minutes later, they're like, oh, they went to the judges. They're, they're replaying the overtime because it was a bad officiating. And they did it again, and then he tapped him even quicker. <laughs> he, he, like, the whole thing was –
1: fucking bizarre
0: like super bizarre
1: they should so, do that great. in mma dude just restart the fight after like a couple fights happen
0: but i mean you got to factor in that times the refs make bad decisions you don't just like get to the do-overs um so mackenzie derrick taking on nina and Sarov. nina just had a baby with nunez i don't know how that worked out or ha- what the math was there or the science, but great uh it's a I miracle mean, uh so
3: the same way that uh don fry and kane velasquez worked, <laughs> the same just inverted
0: yes exactly uh so i but i think nina nina gave birth like nina was right was the one yep. that the yep. so she's she's uh she's fighting Mackenzie dern she looked great in her last couple of fights even against Tatiana suarez she gave Tatiana a toughest fight to date actually won the third round i thought um who wins Mackenzie dern or nina and
1: dern all day
0: dern
3: dern why She's got a lot of weapons, man. She just she's got long arms. She's got a hard body type to fight. She's top heavy, and has grappling. It's it's a hard body type to fight. It's gonna take somebody with really good striking and good takedown defense, or just like a really good top game.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, and then they announced that Nunez is fighting Megan Anderson. Um, I I like Megan, but I think Nunez has more weapons. I, yeah. I, you know it's she's just good everywhere man, i think, uh, I, think I, don't,
3: kinda I, yeah, I don't see her being able to stop the wrestling the the takedowns did she took down what's it called um she took down valentina man i was i was so pissed because i was hyping valentina so hard to everybody in this one bar the first time they fought i was like yeah dude valentina's the shit bro she's gonna come over and fuck everybody up and then fucking amanda took her down with that leg trip like thing like that little leg loss so like fucking ate her huh? just
0: god damn it yeah by the way so the being, in hawaii, being in hawaii i know you're a bj Penn fan i like bj Penn. he came to my show a couple months ago how's he doing you talk to him how's he doing um i don't know i,
3: I haven't talked to him in a while i, I would hope that he's doing good um probably just chilling i don't know Did, didn't he move isn't he in california they seem to like move him to california every now and then like just change up the scenery
0: i don't know i think i'd be good for him okay i think he's like the king of hawaii right isn't he like he's he's yeah, like they like so
3: i went to his gym and trained they like run an entire island basically in uh in hilo like so like the big island like they, they they're like the mayors of of hilo like they they own a ton of property and like they have like a street with all their houses on like a hill, and like it's all super nice houses. They have like all these like, yeah, dude, like it's crazy. They're gonna make one of the houses like a like a Bj Penn Museum, I think. Like his mom was telling me that like one time when I went up there, I was like, oh, what?
0: A Bj Penn Museum? Wow. They have
3: like all the fight, dude. They have like all this like. Like, every house, or, like, I only went into two of the houses, though, but they all have, like, fight memorabilia and shorts, and there's, like, random, like, sprawl, like, like, tons of, like, sprawl shorts just still in the packages and, like, like, fight gloves everywhere. Just, like, yeah, dude, it's crazy.
0: That's awesome. Good, man. I want to go to the Big Museum. Sounds like a fun time. Field trip. Sean, <laughs> what, Sean, what are you doing, Sean, right now? What am I doing? I feel like you're on, like, a four-day bender. Like, every time we do a podcast, by the last five minutes... I, it's like it's like an intervention i feel like people are gonna no, i've been walk. holding a, i've been holding my
2: uh, phone this entire time so i couldn't find my mic stand so I, my arms are falling asleep as i'm holding <laughs> <my> phone <laughs> keep it steady, so yeah it's uh i could that's why i was late you know, on podcast i couldn't find i don't know what happened to my i think my girlfriend moved it can't find my mic stand anywhere so i have just been holding my phone this whole time so
0: all right well we're gonna wrap up lewis uh who do you want to fight next mm,
3: i have no idea i haven't even done anything i've <laughs> done no research I've been doing financial stuff for like the past three days because end of the fiscal year is coming, and I am trying to um, be smart about my finances.
0: Who are you? What's going on? This the, the old Louis Mocha was was crazy. <laughs> you were like, like you partying and running around. With, like it was crazy. It was madness. Now your fiscal year. Yeah, what? bro. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it's actually called, but I know that
3: I got up until like January fifteenth to like do some things. Good, make Good some contributions to my Roth the IRA.
0: By the way, yeah, uh, I asked you about that that, that bump box. You know, and I know that you like. I got one from my gym. my gym, it is amazing. That is the you. You turn out this thing called a bump box. I'm not, I don't mind even get paid for this. It's like a radio. It's like an old school radio, and it looks. <laughs> Fly as hell, and uh, that's how old school look right here. This thing is so loud. So, Bro, it's got a hit- sub in the back. Like, look at
3: this, it has a sub built in.
0: Like, I'm telling you, that is what the best investment I made. It's like $200, and just like my neighbors can hear it. Then, you also have like, don't you have some kind of bakery or you deliver kind of uh, your wife has
3: the yeah, I my wife makes cookies, dude. She based like, so we live in Orange County right now. and it's very bougie out here. You know what I mean? It's all about status. So she designs like decorative sugar cookies for like kids parties for like rich people. Nice. That's all. Yeah. Awesome. And they, 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 they pay like a pretty good amount to like, to make art for them, for their kids parties. Wow.
0: Well, all right. That's cool. Do you guys live out to uh, LA to Hollywood or no. Mm,
3: like we went a couple of times, but I'm not trying to sit in that traffic. That shit sucks. <laughs>
0: Yes. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And then what is this crush energy that, that you have? Is uh, that crush like energy. is that like bangs? Like are you guys uh, like going
3: up Bro, and- I don't even know, dude. It's like I don't know, it's like you saw the unapproved, unofficial, like they got like meth in here. Like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> but, but but you but Dang. you guys drink it? No, I haven't even drank this one. That's what they were telling. Me. They're like, Don't drink it, just take the picture. Like, don't drink it. I was like, Oh fuck. That's always good.
1: (laughs) When they tell you, don't consume our product, (laughs) just promote it.
3: Now, it says mystery flavor. You know know that's the fire right there. You know you drink that stuff and you, like, see sounds. Now, it says mystery flavor? (laughs) Yep. So you don't even know what flavor it is? (laughs) I have no idea, dude. I just liked it because the can was white. I was like, yeah, sure. I got some clothes that match this.
0: That's (laughs) hilarious. Well, because I I see you all the time. And you have, like, CBD as well, right? Yeah, I have, like,
3: Miss Mary Jane's. It's around here somewhere. (laughs) But, yeah, like, yeah, they, they have some they have some good drink mix, dude. That's what I drink before my fights because I get real nervous. And, like, I start getting scared and stuff. And my heart rate starts, like, like, I'll wake up, fight day, and I feel like my heart is doing this. And so I'll, I'll take the drink mix and I'll, like, it's not perfect, but I'm like, okay, I can survive now.
0: Got it. Like, my heart
3: rate slows down almost instantly.
0: I love it. Well, listen, Sean, I don't want you to uh, fucking have a, a seizure here. Uh, all right, Miss Mary Jane, <laughs> like it. So,
1: we hey, don't I
2: was just to...
0: thinking earlier. Yeah, real quick my... before you end this, I was thinking, you know, you were
2: asking what happened to Luis. You know, like he used to be wild, this and that. And I was thinking, you know, sometimes in life, man, it's funny. You get a little bit older, you get married, you have kids, you find out your dad's a five or six instead of a nine or ten, like you thought your whole life, and <laughs>
0: then start to so. change. Oh, I was thinking for like the
3: minutes. They're like, bro, bro, these good looks aren't forever, man. Like, oh dude, life turns out
0: quick. You start having to make some long term decisions. Right. I'm with it. I'm with it. So, oh, uh, all right, Weendog, what do you have coming up?
1: Come follow my Twitch stream, twitchtv wing Dog. By the way, people just come to my stream, just to talk about how much they love Sean McCorkle. It's hilarious. They say he's the funniest <laughs> guy alive.
0: Yes, that's serious. serious. He is the funniest guy. McCorkle, what do you have coming up?
2: Uh, I'm going to try not to shoot any more meth heads at my property and, uh, going to try to install a iron gate with zero experience, like an electronic iron gate. Uh, because the lady I called to do it made me mad because she answered the phone. Hello. And acted like I was the idiot. Like, like, hello. I'm like, you guys install gates. Uh, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then it was just really weird. So I decided I'm gonna do it myself. I'm sure it'll turn out wonderful. (laughs) Ah,
0: ah. (laughs) Uh, Smoker, what do you have coming up? Anything, anything you want to promote?
3: Um, No, man. I promote myself, my Twitch stream, I guess. Come see me last time we're at UFC on Twitch. Um, I will have that up and
0: running probably within the next day or two. Got it. And next week on the UFC Fight Pass, my comedy special comes out. So make sure uh, you watch Oh, it. that's right. I have a, a, an hour stand up comedy special on UFC Fight Pass. Make sure you guys watch it. Uh, Lewis, please watch that cringe ass Henry video. Uh, just to make you annoyed. All right, uh, I'll retweet it. I'll, I'll, I'll go on Twitter. I'll retweet it right now. I'll do it right Thank now. You. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. You guys are the best. Merry Great Christmas. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you, brother. Take care.